Welcome back, everyone. World Football Talk back at it again. Ryan DiLorenzo as your host. What a weekend of football. I mean, we had some crazy games. Barcelona, La Liga title winners. We had Southampton being the first team to be relegated in the Premier League. And uh, this week, I mean, we saw Arsenal drop huge points at home against Brighton. Man City with another victory. Uh, A tight, tight battle for top four right now. Newcastle and United tight on points, 66 a pop. And then we had uh, Liverpool today beat Leicester City 3-0. They are at 65. But uh, Newcastle and United both have a game at hand. Hopefully they can keep it up. Keep Liverpool in Europa League. That would be nice. That would be solid for a lot of people. Obviously not for Liverpool fans, but, you know, for... Everyone else in the league, you know, let them let them play in Europa League, please. Uh, some great games coming up this week. We have on Tuesday an excellent match between Inter Milan and AC Milan, uh, and for the second leg of the semifinal of the Champions League, we have Luton Town taking on Sunderland. Um, that that for the EFL Championship playoff semifinal. That's also a second leg. Uh, Inter Milan up 2-0 aggregate on AC Milan. And Sunderland up 2-1 aggregate on Luton Town. So two great games on Tuesday. Uh, We also have Wednesday an amazing Manchester Manchester City hosting Real Madrid Champions League semifinal second leg. That's 1-1 tied aggregate right now. Uh, beautiful goals from Vinicius Jr. and Kevin De Bruyne from their last time out. Should be an amazing game. I'll get into predictions later. But then also we're gifted with a Coventry City taking on Middlesbrough. That that series is tied 0-0 aggregate as they play the second leg of the EFL Championship semifinals. We have a really good Premier League midweek game between Newcastle and Brighton and Holben Albion. And uh, we also have our uh, second leg of Europa League semifinals. Um, Roma taking on Byron Leverkusen. Roma up 1-0 in that uh, tie, in that matchup. And then we also have Juventus taking on Seville. uh, Tied 1-1. Seville being the host for the second leg. So we'll get into some predictions after that. But um, just to start off, Pandemonium. Pandemonium in Espanol. Barcelona win the title. They start celebrating. They form a little circle. They start trotting around in Espanol Stadium. What do you expect? <laughs> what do you expect is going to happen? You think the fans there are going to be as appreciative, uh, appreciative as the fans that Napoli beat? You know, Napoli fans were far numbered there. Uh, they, you know, they're jumping on the field the Napoli fans where they're cutting pieces of the turf amazing sights to see there but you do this in Spain this ain't allowed you're not allowed to do that you know they're celebrating go celebrate in the locker room you know how much fun a locker room celebration is the team just wins a title it's electric uh, when I used to play for Brockport um, I wasn't a player but you know worked with their media staff ran their uh, marketing, their social media. We beat 
Cortland in the final of the SUNYAC championship. Yeah, we celebrated on the field. We took pictures, whatever. But the moment we got back in the locker room, that's where the celebration happened. We went nuts. It was a nonstop party for 30 minutes until everyone got back on the buses. And then it was a party when, when we got back. But they they really, I, I don't know what they were expecting to to happen. You know, they start celebrating and next thing you know, Espanol fans start running onto the pitch. Barcelona fans start, uh, uh, Barcelona players start running to the locker rooms. Crazy scenes, but congratulations to Barcelona. Uh, hard, hard for title this year for sure. Definitely in the slumps, you know, being, um, being knocked out of the group stages in Champions League, going to the Europa, going to the Europa League, have to take on United, and they lose that matchup. United move on, they take on Seville, or uh, they took on Real Baptiste, and then they took on Seville. They get knocked out, but Barcelona, man, they, you know, not not your traditional year for a team at their stature. They're definitely going to be looking to improve, should be a, uh, should be a decent revamp. I mean, you know, they do have the players, they have the players, they want to bring in new people, so they... It's going to be, they're going to be a solid team next year. I, I think that's without saying, especially, you know, winning, winning La Liga, it's not easy. It's a, it's a difficult lead to win games in. And, uh, you know, they, they come out of that game victorious, win the, win the title, but amazing scenes. That was on Sunday. Um, on Saturday, some excellent games as well. Uh, just to touch on a couple Leeds United tying Newcastle. Huge tie for Leeds. Leeds definitely needed the points, especially in the battle right now for relegation. I think they're sitting at 31. Um, whoever's above them, it might be Everton's at 32. It's just, it's it's going to come down to the wire. And this is just a great way to pull off some points to, to you know, even at home, you know, obviously you want all three points. Uh, I think they definitely played better than Newcastle. I think I think they had better opportunities than Newcastle. But uh Newcastle, you know, they give away two cheap penalties. Um Calvin Wilson puts them both away. Luke Ayling with a beautiful goal in the seventh minute. And uh Ramos Christensen with a uh beautiful volley that takes a little deflection, go gets past Nick Pope in the 79th minute. And uh it was just it was a great game. Great game, early morning Saturday game. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. They, you know, both both teams. You know, I, I think Newcastle obviously would prefer to get the win there, being such a more classful and skillful team with better players, in my opinion. But all respect to Leeds United. They, you know, they're fighting. They're, unlike Leicester City, they are definitely fighting to keep their hopes alive. So. We'll see. Two more weeks. Two more weeks of the Premier League, or maybe it was three more weeks, but I, I think it's two two more games left, and uh, it might be three. But we're getting down to the wire. We're getting there. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an interesting standoff to see who gets relegated in this league. But also on the day on Saturday, Astro Villa took on Tottenham Hotspurs. Both teams right now battling to finish top seven, play some European ball for next season. And uh, Ashton Villa, just 
absolute class. They handle, they take care of Tottenham, their counterattacking offense. They play good defense. Tyro Mings with a great game. Um, an amazing goal by Douglas Lloris. That was the game-winning goal. Harry Kane gets a PK in the late 90th minute. Um, they also uh, Tottenham also scores later, but ruled off sides. And uh, Jacob Ramsey starts off the, the scoring scoring start uh, with a goal in the 8th minute. So early goal, late goal by Douglas Lewis to make it 2-0. And then even a later goal for Harry Kane. I have him on my fantasy team, so happy with the goal. He missed a very, you know, uncharacteristic like Harry Kane miss early, uh, in the second half. So could have been a 2-2 game, but... All props to Ashton Villa. You know, they get that dub. They could uh, potentially be playing some co- either Europa League or Europa Conference League game, um, tournaments next year. And this is that's huge for a club like this. You know, they make a little more money. You get a lot more eyes on you. You, you could have the potential to bring in other people onto this team. And uh, just excellent to see. It was a great game. Um, Chelsea... Take, took on Nottingham Forest at home. Raheem Sterling with a brace. Taiwan Awani. Taiwan Awani with a brace as well. The Nigerian. Let me tell you. This guy is underrated. Uh, Awani. Beautiful brace. Just so strong in the box. Granted, you know, no, uh, no uh, um, Thiago Silva. So that was, you know. You're playing without one of your best defenders. But this guy is just a heading machine. He just finds space. He knows how to create it. Block him off. Both of his goals come from headers. And uh, Raheem Sterling with beautiful goals as well. One of them being a beautiful curler uh, to the back right post. And it it ends 2-2. And and I uh, I think in that situation, it's probably for Nottingham... Kind of what they were going in there for. I mean, to get a to get a draw against a team like Chelsea, you know, Chelsea not really playing for much at this point. Uh, it's just uh, it's good to see from Nottingham Forest trying to stay back in the Premier League for next year. So great game, uh, good good goal fest, and um, also that day Crystal Palace beat Bournemouth two nil. Ezzy, Abiche Ezzy with. A brace as well. Um, just great, great to see from Crystal Palace, another team that you know they're fighting to stay. They're they're in the league at this point. They they kind of clinched that mark, but for next year, I mean, Eze, Alise, these guys are playing amazing. Uh, Jordan Ayew would an assist. Alise would an assist. They do. They have a good squad, and you know. They, they have the potential to beat good teams here and there. And I think if they take care of business beating these teams that are kind of in their tier, they could fight for top seven spot next year. You know, depending on Zaha and if they re-sign him or not. He did get hurt in this game, had to be subbed off. But I don't know if it's a long-term injury. But it was a class game from Crystal Palace. So, you know, you get the shutout. It's good. It's good to see from another London team. Probably, I mean, other than Arsenal, they're up there. I mean, Brentford's up there. Fulham's up there. I would say Crystal Palace is up there too for London squad. 
I would pick Palace over Chelsea, you know, if we were going to rank the top London squads. But uh, great to see. Yeah, it was a really good game. Um, a couple more games that happened on Saturday. United hosted Wolves. And United on a crazy home win streak right now. Or at least no, not unbeaten at home. I believe it's like in 20-something games, 25 games. I don't think they've lost a home game. I, I don't even want to speculate what the last home game they lost. But an amazing win for them as well. Uh, you know, Anthony's been in the rut. He had a couple shots that game. He could have passed it. He wound up passing a goal to Anthony Martial. He gets back on the stat sheet. I think I did say on the last podcast it would be amazing for his uh, his confidence. It's a huge confidence boost for Martial. You know, a player, he doesn't know kind of if he's going to be on United next year. We don't even know. As United fan, I don't know what's going to happen. Right now, they're saying they want to sell to Ratcliffe, but the Glazers, the Glazers always do this. They, ah, oh, we're going to sell, you know, for a couple of years now. It's, it's always been, oh, we're going to sell, and then they don't find the right sale, or, you know, they don't like the price that they're given, and the person that they're selling to, they don't want to sell it to them. And then, you know, you screw us fans, because now, okay, this is the time i think it's legal now within the um epl regulations and fifa regulations to start going after people and start putting in bids and start contacting them and talking to their agents and stuff they really haven't been doing that and who knows if we're gonna get kane i doubt it i doubt we get kane i doubt we um you know we obviously need a striker you know uh i heard they're talking to kim from Napoli, supposedly that's a signed deal, it's really just up to the amount that they want to give him, that they can agree upon, but great, alright, we're getting a defender, possibly could probably use a midfielder as well, um, you know, winger-wise, we're looking good, you know, Sancho, uh, I've heard rumors he wants to go back to Borussia Dortmund, if we lose him, it doesn't really hurt that bad, we do, do have Alejandro Ganacho. Grenacho! 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 Uh, you know, he scores in the 94th minute. Um, another class assist by Bruno Fernandez. And he, you know, he's just an amazing player, man. I, I, I would hate for them to get rid of him. They probably could sell him at a high price point and make a lot of money and probably deplete a lot of this deficit that they do have. But he's such a good player. He helps us. He helps us. I mean, this is a game against Wolves. We, we know Wolves. Wolves like to keep this to a, a low-scoring affair. You know, they bottle up the midfield. They hold a lot of people back defensively. And Jose Sa is just an absolute animal be, between the pins. But, uh, you know, he gets this late goal. It, it was beautiful to see. Uh, even though Haz, uh, Jose Sa didn't start, they started... Uh, uh, Barkland or something like that. Surprising, surprising. Maybe since maybe since they already kind of guaranteed to stay in the prem. You know, let's throw in let's throw in this guy who hasn't been playing because I, I you know I don't think Jose Saz hasn't started a game since that um, since this game that he had a set. So great win from United. 
Hopefully they could stay up in the four, top four. That would be awesome. Um, huge game. This was the game that relegated Southampton. Fulham win 2-0. Vinicius, Carlos Vinicius with a goal. And um, before you knew it, Al- uh, Alexander Mitrovic gets subbed on. And pretty much a couple minutes all after he gets subbed on, he scores a goal. A, a, a header, if you could have guessed. He's a heading machine. Mitro is on fire. And, you know, he's back. Fulham, Fulham are looking good. Um, they, they're going to be a dangerous team. This is another team that's kind of fighting for top seven right now. And we could see them in European ball. It's going to be, you know, last couple weeks. We'll see, you know, we'll see who's winning, who's got the points, who's dropping. But this game sent Southampton to the championship and... They've been in the Premier League for 11 years now. And every year, I don't ever find them to be a team that's even competing for a top 7 spot. Sometimes competing to be in the top 10. But, you know, it's this isn't a league that you can just play your way through, make the money that you're making, blah, blah, blah. No, it's a competitive league. New teams come in. They want those top spots. Brentford. They could see European ball. Brighton, they could see European ball. Fulham, they're looking like good teams. So these teams that are coming in now into the Prem, you know, ready to go from the championship, either winning the championship or winning um, the playoffs to come in, you know, they're, they're being aggressive. They, they're they trying to win games. They're trying to win out games. Southampton didn't do that enough this year, and it showed, you know, it stinks to not have to, you know, who knows James Ward, Ward's Prout's future. Um, a lot of players on that team, who knows what their futures are going to be. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But after almost just a little over a decade, they are now relegated to the championship. So sad to see them go. But hey, that's football, baby. And two more teams will be joining them. So. Well, we shall see in the coming weeks. It's going to be tight. Tight to the ending. Um, also on Saturday, uh, like I said, we do have tomorrow, we do have a great matchup between Sunderland and Luton Town. But this was the game, the first leg game. Uh, Luton Town opened up the scoring by uh, Elijah Adebayo. He gets a beautiful, uh, it was almost, not, not lucky, just right place, right time type situation. Shelves it, top of the net. That was in the 11th minute. And it wasn't until uh, the 39th minute did uh, Sunderland get back on the score sheet. And I, let me tell you, if I wish I could, you know, once I start doing video, I, I still won't be able to do it. But look it up yourself. Look up Ahmad Diallo's goal against Luton Town. Holy crap man that was a worldly goal and uh fr- beautiful from the manchester united loney and he just let me tell you man it was almost replica to william's goal um i think william was playing nottingham forest he won goal of the month with it uh he was more in the box but this was a free kick outside the box and um alex uh pre prechard just you know, rolls it with his foot, and Ahmad Diallo just curls it with his left foot into the top left bin of the net. 
the place, stadium light goes wild. They start erupting. And uh, second half, Trihum gets the uh, second goal for Sunderland to put them up in this tie going into the second leg. And uh, that was a great goal as well. Um, just a really good effort by by Jack Hume. Um, you know, he gets the cross in from, from outside the box. Ahmad Diallo sets up the cross. And uh, Jack Clark sends it in. Beautiful goal. Uh, beautiful ball played in. And yeah, um, Trey, Trey Hume just glides it off his head near post. Uh, beautiful, beautiful goal. And they go up 2-1 into this next leg, which they play tomorrow. So it's either, uh, yeah, tomorrow. So they play the same time as Inter um, and AC Milan. So if you have two TVs, put a little uh, dual action on. You know, football's football. It's all entertaining. It's a lot of fun. And this is going to be intense. I think it's going to be an intense game. I'll get into my prediction a little later. But just to... Uh, Harp on the Bundesliga a little bit. Uh, Bayern Munich with a huge 6-0 win against Schalke, uh, keeping them in first place. And then later that day, Dortmund played Borussia uh, Magblock, and they wound up winning that game 5-2. Both teams are, uh, you know, Borussia Dortmund still a point behind Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich with a big matchup coming up. I'm pretty sure there's like three games left in the season, and one of them one of them is against uh, Red Bull Leipzig. That's probably going to be their, one of their toughest matchups, but who knows? You know, they might drop points to someone else that isn't technically a, that top quality of a team, but that's why we love the sport. Anything can happen. Any given Saturday or Sunday or, you know, if there's a midweek game, whatever day they play, it's, uh, it's a beautiful sport and... You know, they a lot of a lot of things could happen. It's a, it's very surprising. Things will shock you in this sport. Um, but yeah, you know, for Bundesliga title purposes, you know, we'll see. It should be a great great end of the season for them. Um, also, just wanted to say this as well. You know, if Juventus didn't get hit with a sixteen point deduction, which you know, deservedly so, they. They definitely broke rules, uh, paid off officials, fixed games. So it was only, a, it was coming. It was coming for them. But if that never happened, if you add those 16 points back to their total score right now, they probably win the league over Napoli, which is crazy. You know, a 16 point deduction in a league, they're currently sitting in second place with like 59 points. I think uh, Napoli has 72. You add those 16 points to their 59 points right now. You know they're they're sitting at 75 points, and that's a title race right there. So let's just say Napoli are a little fortunate that this was enacted this year, and that you know we went from three different you know within the last four years, four different teams have won um, Serie A: Juventus. Inter, uh, Inter Milan, AC Milan, and now Napoli. So, a very entertaining league, man. I, I will defend Serie A to the day I die. And, and, you know, until it's not entertaining. It really is. You know, pick a team. If you're not a fan now, pick a team. Follow them. Um, and just watch. They're, they they have some classic games. And I think they're all on, like, ESPN Plus, too. So, you know, even if you don't... uh. 
you know, you're, you're bored, you, you're just sitting around, you're not watching anything, you're putting on like Netflix, Hulu, come on, put on a live game, put on a live game, it only happens every, you know, how, how long is the season, August through May, you know, it's, 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 it's a long season, but it's always quality, but that was our Saturday games, great games, uh, Sunday, we also started with an early morning Coventry City taking on Middlesbrough. Like I said, they're they going to play each other on Wednesday. But this game ends 0-0. Middlesbrough looked like the better squad playing away. And I think they're going to take it. I mean, not to get into predictions, but I think they're going to take this tie. And who knows? Um, it could be a 2-1 game. It could be a one nothing game. I, you know, I, I'll go more into detail a little later, but... Great, uh, you know, for 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 the viewer, if you like football, if you like soccer, you enjoyed it. Even though it ended zero zero, there was not, not a lot of goals. It was still very enjoyable. You know the tension that's building up for the second leg. So, you know, check that game out for the definitely on Wednesday. But on Sunday, little zero zero game. Both teams kind of just played not to lose, which sometimes is tactically correct. Sometimes it's tactically wrong. I think Middlesbrough probably could have went for it. And then they come into this game now. They would be home. You know, maybe they let up a couple of counterattacks against Coventry. Where now, damn, now we're down a goal. But your second game, you're at home. I I would have sent more men forward. Try to get that goal, the away goal. Especially with the opportunities and chances they were developing. But... Should be a great second leg. Uh, that game ends 0-0. Brentford in the Premier League hosting West Ham. They win that game 2-0. Huge, huge for their European qualification um, uh, chances. West Ham kind of on the fridge of being relegated, but I don't think they will be. I think they're kind of, at this point, safe. But no one's really safe until the last day. So... Big win, though, for them. Brian, uh, Brian Obuemu with a goal. And um, Wisa. Wisa with a goal assisted by Ben May. They really do. If you saw the game, they they play this like long throw-in that kind of... I, I, I don't think it's American, but like I, I saw it a lot in America where you know we would set up set pieces because we had a kid that could throw the ball 40, 50 yards inbounds. So you you know you set up the flick on the flick on the back post you know where are you? That's kind of what happened. You you throw it to the front post. Ben Mee flicks it back, and um, Yuan Win uh, Wisa would have just a cl- class header goes right past uh, F- uh, Fabianski. So great win for them. Finishes two 0 I think I uh, I think I no I th- I think that I said they were going to tie, but still really good game. Uh, also on Sunday we saw we saw Gundogan, Ikai Gundogan. Let me tell you, this guy in four game uh, in three games, four goals, I think two assists or one assist. He's on fire, man. And coming into this game against Real Madrid, he's going to be their guy that they have to defend uh, depend on, in my opinion. Um, also in the game, uh, Holland with a goal which he assisted. And uh, but the first goal that Gundogan had, let me tell you, the touch that he took from the pass from Mares off his thigh keeps it 
balanced in the air where he knows he can go after it with his right boot. And he just like Zlatan sidekicks it with the outside of his boot while he's spinning. Does like a pirouette. It was a beautiful goal. You don't see it very often in the Premier League. And, you know, he scores that. He assists Holland two, three minutes afterwards. And then he scores one of the best free kicks that, you know, I've seen probably this season. Just dip, dipped and dived right right past um, Pickford. Really had no chance of covering it. And they win that game 3-0. They're a game away from winning the Premier League. If they beat Chelsea this upcoming weekend, they will win the title. Which is crazy to say because, you know, if they take care of business in, Real Madrid, in uh, at home against Madrid... They're going to be in the Champions League final. They're already in the FA Cup final. And then they will be title winners of the Premier League. So the treble is alive. Um, you know, they have to go through, obviously, United in the final. Who knows what can happen there. And I'm pretty sure the FA Cup finals before the Champions League final. So, you know, if they play a decent starting lineup and they make it to the Champions League final... And they have to take on Inter or AC Milan. But United <laughs> rough them up a little bit. They might have a t- tough game. Which, like, everyone wants to treble. I mean, they've never trebled. They only, like, maybe, I think, three teams have trebled. Uh, United, Bayern Munich, and Barcelona, I believe. Real Madrid, maybe. Real Madrid probably have. But it's definitely an accomplishment of no other. It really defines a dynasty. And, uh, you know, it'll be their third Premier League in the row. They've been to a... Have they ever been to the... Yeah, they've been to one Champions League final, lost to Chelsea, which is crazy. So, kind of a that little revenge game, especially, you know, even more in the Premier League now. Um, it, should be, it should be an intense game. It should be a very good game. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens this week on Wednesday. But... Other than that, on Sunday, we saw the total dismal performance by Arsenal against Brighton. Um, to start off, I mean, Martinelli puts a challenge on Matomo, and it was kind of appalling. I, I couldn't believe that he didn't even get carded for it. Yeah, they called the foul, but he, like, body checks him with his hip. He, like, jumped up. Matomo's, like, looking up at the ball, kind of, like, not thinking he's about to get just absolutely decked. And uh, Martinelli just kind of, like, jumps into them, into him hip first and just kind of takes him out. Luckily, you know, Matomo, no really injury. And then later in the game, uh, Conceito just makes a really harsh tackle on Martinelli and it sends him out for the game. So they had to sub in Trussard. Trussard going against his um, old team, former club, for the first time. Hits the crossbar. It's so characteristic of Trussard to hit the crossbar. He did the same thing against Sporting when they were in the Europa League quarterfinals. And uh, maybe it was before the quarterfinals. But he loves the crossbar. A lot of good opportunities for Arsenal, let me tell you. I mean... Steele played a hell of a match and, 
you know, uh, he played a hell of a match. But they just couldn't really get the ball on target. They they were kind of just shooting everything off target and just missing. Just missing every time. And it, it, you could see it, it definitely hurt them moving, trying to get that you know, goal to come back. Uh, they they um, opened up the score sheet, Brighton did, with a Julio Incenso goal. Um, which was assisted by Estupin Young in the 51st minute. Kind of a lazy defensive um, bout in that in that in that time frame. Like uh, I forgot what defender it was, but he gets his ankle stepped on. He's hurt. Instead of like getting up and finishing the play and then going down, he lays down. It got it kind of gets cleared out, but then Estupin Young just like. Hits it into the ground, chips over the top, and finds uh, Incencio right there. So that they go up one nil. Um, shout out to uh, Levy Colwell because he really did do a amazing job covering Odegaard. Odegaard has to get subbed out of the game because you know. He's just doing such a good do- job on him. He's locking him down. They put in Smith Rowe. He kind of just does the same thing as well. And um, uh, Dennis Undive with a goal in the 86th minute. They were pressing Arsenal the whole game. And it was only a matter of time before they caught them sleeping. They win the ball. It gets played through from Pascal Gross to Undive. And Undive just chips it over Ramsdale. Kind of gets a glove on it, but still enough on it to put it in the back of the net. They go nuts. And uh, that was in the 86th minute. Arsenal fans just leaving the stadium in droves. And the place was empty. I mean, you know, a stadium that probably fits forty-five to 50,000, maybe even more. There was maybe a couple thousand, you know couple tens of thousands, maybe not even. Definitely half the stadium was empty. And uh, you can't blame them. You can't blame them. Week 29, they were eight. They were up eight points against the second place Manchester City at the time. So 29 weeks into the, se- uh, the season with nine games left, they blow an eight-point lead. They are currently now four points behind. Man City still with a goal, uh, a game at hand. It's it's over. City City won the league. Um, we'll see what they do in the FA. We'll see what they do in Champions in Champions League. But you know, for Arsenal, it's very. Uh, you know, they did have a tough end of schedule. They they tied a lot of teams that they probably shouldn't have tied. Blew a lot of leads. Bottled it. Just London. London loves to bottle. London teams love to bottle championships. And it hurt, it hurt them. Um, and Stooping Young with a late goal in the 96th minute makes it a 3-0 game. They're, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. They went absolutely uh, bad shit. Brighton. Brighton did. So uh, Brighton have a tough game, though, coming up this week against Newcastle. Definitely still trying to finish in that top 7-6 placement. So we'll get into the predictions there. But then to end... This week, uh, this match week of games, we had 
Leicester hosting Liverpool. Um, we're recording this on Monday, May 15th. So this happened at like 3 o'clock. Curtis Jones with a brace uh, starts in, instead of uh, Luis Diaz, starts in, instead of Diego Jota, has a great game. Two goals, one assist, both assisted by Muhammad Salah. And uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold with a goal kind of similar to the roll-off that um, Clark had for Ahmad Diallo. Just a free kick, runs over the ball, back, kind of like back touches it so it starts moving for Trent. And then Trent just rips it righty and, you know, finds the opposite corner that Ahmad Diallo found. But finds it righty, beautiful shot, uh, right past... Um, Forgot who uh, Leicester City goalkeeper is, but it was a beautiful goal. They win that game three 0 and uh, you know they're like I said, sixty five points. United and Newcastle at sixty six, both with a game at hand. Newcastle play that game at hand this week, so maybe they can go up even more. But um, let's get into some predictions. Why don't we? Tuesday tomorrow, Inter. Inter Milan taking on AC Milan. Inter Milan right now up 2-0 aggregate. Um, not a lot of injuries. You know, AC Milan probably are going to play Rafael Liao, which should be interesting. Um, I, I There's a lot. There's a lot that could happen. You know, uh, first of all, this is going to be for they've played each other now four times, um, AC Milan and Inter Milan this season. Once in Serie A, uh, once in the Super Super Italia Cup, um, the Coppa Italia, and then once in Champions League. So this will be the fifth time Inter Milan has never, or maybe one time, they've beaten them four times in one season. They've beaten AC Milan. So. For AC Milan's sake, I'm going to back them a little bit. I'm going to say, you know, after they lost over the weekend in a really big game because right now they're battling to finish top four. I think they're in fifth, like four points behind fourth place. They literally, the supers of AC Milan, they went over and started talking to them. And like, I don't know what went like what was said. But it had to be good things. Like talking to them was probably like beneficial for the squad because they probably are standing there going, "Okay, I know I wear this badge. I love this team. I love the squad. I love my city. I love the culture. I love the people who live here." But it means a lot to everyone. You know, this being a football fan, a lot of people don't understand. It's your personality. It's what you stand by. Like I'm a United fan. I don't live in Manchester, but. If you're ever on the LIRR at 3 o'clock in the morning and you hear someone chanting United Chants, just know that's me and know that if I did live in England, it would be my life. And hopefully, you know, I could make a job out of it, but it would be my life. These It means everything to everyone in this city, you know, for the, for the res- restaurants, for the bars, for all the things that are going out on the city. When a game's going on, everyone's watching the game. Everyone's there supporting. So I think this AC Milan squad, 
has found some realization, has found some common ground where maybe it humbled them. Maybe it woke them up where, listen, we have to perform. There's so much writing on this between fans' emotions, our emotions, the coach's perspective, transfer marketability, so much. And, you know, I believe they're going to have a good game, but also we can't deny the fact that Inter Milan did outplay them the whole first leg. And I just think that, you know, the they call them the, yeah, the Nazaris are the, is Inter Milan, that means black and blue, and then the Rosa, Rosa Noriri is um, for the AC Milan. That's the red and black. So I think the uh, Nero, Nero Zori, they're gonna. I think they're gonna win the leg. I think they lose the game. I think they lose two one, but they advance with the three two aggregate, and they take on who knows. Um, you know, I'll get into the predictions there, but all right, I'll do it now. Well, and then on Wednesday, um, Man City host Real Madrid, a huge game, huge game. Um, um, Militao's back. Didn't get to play last game due to yellow card accumulation. So he's back. I think um, everyone's pretty much healthy. Nathan, uh, Nathan Ake is a question mark. Kamavinga picked up an injury, but I'm pretty sure Ancelotti said that he's going to be ready to play. So we have two teams with everyone basically healthy coming into this match. And, you know, it could end crazy. It could be a crazy match. Um, they Real Madrid haven't beaten Manchester City on their home turf. I don't think ever. And I think they do it. I think they win this game 2-1. 3-2 aggregate, they move on. They're the running champs. I mean, you know, City have all these statistics. Oh, we're on a 28-game um, unbeaten streak, an 11-win win streak. We haven't lost at home since, you know, whenever. They have all these numbers that people like to put their predictions on. Where I'm just a straight up... This is We're talking about Los Blancos. These are Los Blancos. They We, we, we watched them last year. What they did in every leg that they were in. How tough it was for them to move on to each leg and they didn't you know it didn't trouble them and I don't think it's going to trouble them this game I think they probably do play a defensive game and wait for the later moments of the game to start sparking up and sending men forward unless they can find some gaps so we'll see um it's I think it's going to be an amazing game I I you know I'm back in I'm back in the Los Blancos I think they take care of business they move on to the final and then they take on Inter and if that is the final, if that's the final, I'm probably going to take Real to win the whole thing. Um, Inter Milan are very hot at this point. And, uh, you know, we don't really know. We don't know uh, what what exactly would transpire. But those are the two Champions League games. Then also tomorrow, though, EFL Championship Playoffs. Luton Town hosting Sunderland. I think this ends as a 1-1 draw. I think Sunderland played a lot better football 
And I think they get the first goal, make it a 3-1 aggregate, sit back, absorb pressure, probably let up a late goal, and uh, end it though. And they uh, they probably are going to win this leg 3-2, move on, and play the winner of Middlesbrough and Coventry City. And uh, just based on the performance of last game, like I said, Middlesbrough with a lot more opportunities. Coventry City with, I think they had 11 shots, none on target. I'm taking Middlesbrough. I'm going to take them in a 2-1 win, 2-1 aggregate total it would be. You know, uh, Michael Carrick just doing great stuff with this team. So, a Sunderland versus Middlesbrough final at Wembley. Man, oh man, wish I, I wish I could f- be there. I wish I could be there. That would be absolutely amazing. And uh, should be an amazing game. Two, two huge games on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then on Thursday, um, Newcastle, like I said, Newcastle hosting Brighton in the Premier League. This is a makeup game. Uh, both teams playing well. You know, Brighton coming off a huge win against Arsenal on Arsenal soil. Newcastle tying leads in leads. But, you know, we're talking about a team that's battling for relegation. Whereas Arsenal, it just seems like they've been defleted. Uh, you know, just the form that they were in for the last, how many, you know, for the last month, just the amount of games they dropped. It's been incredible. Um, Newcastle lost to Arsenal 2-0. Brighton beat them 3-0. You know, I think Newcastle are going to need this win, especially, you know, fighting for top four. You know, if they go, they lose this game to Brighton and they're sitting at 66 points, depending on who their next matchups are. But you know Liverpool probably ain't going to be dropping points. You know, just even having that weighing over your head is huge. And then for Brighton's standpoint, you know, fighting for top spot. Um, I think I think just because of how much they have both, they both have weighing on this game, I'm going to give them a draw. And uh, I'm going to give uh, a 2-2 draw. I think it's going to be tightly contested. Um, I like Undive. You know, I like Calman Wilson. And, uh, you know, we shall see. 2-2 draw, in my opinion. Could be could be a Newcastle win, which would be huge. But we shall see. It should be a really good uh, Thursday game that we're gifted. And uh, while that game's going on, we also have a Bayern Leverkusen side hosting Roma. This is uh, the second leg of the semifinals of the Europa League. On the other side, we have Sevilla hosting Juventus. I'm going to say Roma go into Bayern Leverkusen and they make this a 1-1 game and um, they they advance on a uh, 2-1 aggregate score. And uh, I believe they're going to take on Sevilla. I think Sevilla against Juventus. Sevilla at home, you know, Sevilla were pretty much dominating Juventus the whole game. And it wasn't until Juventus, I think it was like the 96th minute, 97th minute, they got their equalizer. So I think they're going to handle business at home. They do play really well at home. They go. I think they're going to go to another final and take on Roma. 
And oh boy, oh boy, you just don't want to play Sevilla in the final. They love the Europa League for some reason. They love to win the Europa League because right now, I think they're one of the best teams in La Liga form-wise last five games. I think they have like four wins, one loss, but they've just been playing masterclass. But the problem is they started off very slow, very sluggish, so they aren't even in um, contention to make Champions League. So I have a feeling Sevilla might win the whole thing. And qualify for Champions League. And then probably get knocked out. Finish third place. And then they're back in Europa League again. So, you know. Uh, should be interesting as well. We I can't wait for those finals. It's just going to be a lot of fun. But uh, other than that. Yeah, I mean. I, I, I'm probably not going to be able to record. This upcoming weekend. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, or Wednesday. I might, I might get a, an episode in. Just to predict these upcoming games for this weekend i I will be a little busy so um but i can't wait man a couple more weeks and you know we we can't wait to see who who starts winning all these titles it's been it's been a great season a lot of fun Uh, wish i started this podcast earlier in the season but glad glad i you know we we started it when we did but all right folks i'll let you go as always, World Football Talk, Ryan DiLorenzo coming at you with that heat. And, uh, you know, I'll be, uh, I'll be talking to you guys soon. All right? Peace out.